We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Don't like grits? <laughs> now see, there's some things that need to be said. These are practical things. Like I said, it ought not be so, but it is really so, even in the business world. It's a shame, but I heard a businessman say not long ago, he said, there's one thing that I will not do. He said, I will not cash a check. Now, I didn't agree with him wholly on this, but, but I can see where he's coming from. He said, I will not cash a check that has a fish on it. Because he said, I think they're trying to impress me with their Christianity, and too many of them are spiritual cons. Now, that ought not to be so, see. But it is so sometimes. Now, you don't have to get condemned if you've got a fish on your check. But just remember, there's a lot of cons out there that's trying to impress people as being Mr. Big Christian, and they won't pay their bills, their checks are no good. They call them faith checks. They're not faith checks, they're hot checks. Oh, and I believe God to meet my needs, so God will put the money in the bank before my check gets to the bank. No, you'll be in jail before God puts the money in the bank. <laughs> yes, faith works, but you've got to work faith. Faith without the works is dead. There's got to be some corresponding action to what you say you believe. You believe you have favor, then you're going to have to do things where you'll have favor. And let me show you what I'm talking about, common sense thing. I got a letter from a guy. See, I'm teaching on radio, and these programs are made weeks and months sometimes before they go on the air. And uh, I was teaching on the subject, if you're praying for God to meet your need and confessing that you're going to get the best job in the country or God's going to meet your need according to his riches and glory, and you're sitting home not looking for a job... You forget it, Mac. God is not going to rain $5 bills out of heaven in your living room. I got a letter from a guy. He said, Brother Caps, I want to tell you how much I appreciate your <laughs> radio broadcast. He said, I had decided that I was going to live by faith and believe God. And I was praying for God to rain money down up on me. And he said, I got in my car and started downtown and turned it on. And you said, God's not going to rain $5 bills out of heaven on you. <laughs> you know, God's got a sense of humor. He can answer your questions sometimes in some ways that you couldn't imagine. God's not a counterfeiter. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If God manufactured money and put it in your billfold, he'd be a counterfeiter. He's not a counterfeiter. You praying for a job, get out and make some contacts. Now, I had some individuals, this has been several years ago. They got a hold of some faith and confession teaching. And they started confessing a certain amount of money. But neither one of them had a job, neither one of them took a job. No, we're going to believe God. Now listen, the Bible says, give and it shall be given unto you. And if you give for Jesus' sake in the Gospels, you'll get a hundredfold return. But still, nothing times nothing is still nothing. 
whatever you do will prosper. And if you're not doing anything, guess what? Faith without works is dead. Now, see, this may not be too popular a message, but this is some of the things that's been left unsaid in the days past. And I want you to see that God has put some things in his word here. The knowledge of God is in his word, but we need to have the wisdom of how to apply it. Now, let's go on with this here in the second chapter of James. Verse 17 even so, faith, if it have not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. Now, see, he said a man may say that. He didn't say it was true. I'm convinced if you don't have some corresponding action to what you say you believe, then it's not faith at all. I definitely believe there must be some corresponding action to what you say you believe, or it's not faith. It's like Jesus said in the 17th chapter of Luke. He said, if you had faith as a seed, you would say to the sycamine tree, be plucked up of the root, be planted in the sea. Now, if you don't have faith as a seed, you wouldn't say that. There's people that says, you know, don't catch me talking to my problems. Well, you don't have faith as a seed. If you have faith, you'll have some action. Faith is an action word. Faith is not laziness. And I don't mean to imply that y'all are doing all of these things. But there's always somebody that needs to hear this. Because in a certain meeting that I was in, I said this. Don't go quit your job and say, I'm going to live by faith and go quit your job. If you can't live by faith with your job, you'll starve without it. Use your faith on your job to get you a better job. It'll finally get you in a place where you can retire and do what you want to do for God then. But I said that in a service. I didn't know why I said it. It just came up in my spirit. After the service over, a guy came to me about 21 years old. He and his wife came up to me, and the wife said, Well, boy, we were glad we came here tonight. I said, Oh, is that right? Yeah, I said, We had decided that Jim here is going to quit his job, and we're just going to live by faith. Oh, he said, I'm glad I came tonight. He said, I just didn't understand that, you know, I was supposed to use my faith on my job. God doesn't want a bunch of spiritual freeloaders. He wants us to use our faith on our job. Faith without works is dead. Now listen to what James says. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Let's read verse 18 again. Yet a man may say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. In other words, he said, if you can show me that you have faith without doing some works, I'm going to show you that I have faith by what I do. Now, let's bring this into context with what he's talking about here. A man comes and says, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten in three days. I don't have a coat, and it's cold. One man says, I'm going to show you that I have faith. I'm going to believe that God will supply your need. Go on, brother. Be warmed and fed. He said, you may say that to the man, but I'm going to show you that I have faith by the fact that I give him some money 
for food or feed him and give him my coat and I'm going to believe God for mine. Now, he said, that's the way I'll show you my faith. In other words, he says, I'll use my faith on the front end. I'll give him what I've got. And then I'll end up getting it back. Now, don't always be looking for somebody to just hand you something. I know that God does that. The Bible says, give and it shall be given unto you. And sometimes it's like Jerry was talking about this morning. Sometimes people give their car away because somebody else gave theirs away and got a new car. But don't ever act on somebody else's faith or what God told somebody else to do. Because you might be walking for ten months. You see, the other guy, God told him to to meet a need in somebody's life. And sometimes people decide, I'm going to give it so I can get a better. Not really to supply somebody's need. So be careful that you don't just imitate somebody just for the sake of trying to get what they got. And then, right on the other hand, you don't want to always sit around even if God tells you. If God tells you to give your car away, God tells you to give your washing machine away, give your furniture away or whatever, and you do it, don't limit God in the way that he'll supply for you. Now, I think this is one of the most common mistakes that people make. They said, bless God, God's going to give me new furniture. And they just sit on the floor until somebody buys them a living room suit. Now, that's all right if somebody does. But God may bring a business deal past your, or give you favor with your company. You may get a raise where you can buy your own living room suit. So don't limit God to somebody having to come and give you something. Know this, God is your source and not somebody. He may use somebody. Quite often he may do that. But I think that is a common mistake that people make. Now I've given several things away in in the past several years. I've given one airplane away. But you know, I was just thinking this morning... Nobody has ever given me an airplane. Nobody has ever given me a car. But you know what? God has blessed me financially with business deals that just rattle my head sometimes. And I had no trouble buying another airplane or getting another car or whatever it was. So see, don't limit God. Now, I'm not opposed to that. Don't you misunderstand me. Somebody may give me an airplane one of these days. Thank God for it. But don't limit God. Are you getting this? You see what I'm saying? See, God's got more ways of getting something into your hands to meet your need than you ever thought about. But if you limit God to some man doing it for you, you may miss God altogether. So don't sit back and just wait on God to do it through somebody. Believe God and act on His Word and He may show you a way to do it that you never even thought of. God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. We've been talking about faith's corresponding action. I hope it's been a blessing to you. Now, our book offer this week is book offer number 7509. It's entitled Faith and Confession. Faith and Confession. You know, faith has a confession. 
And when you talk about faith and confession, sometimes people get all mixed up. Well, you know, you're talking about confessing your sin. No, we're not talking about confessing our sins. We should do that if we sin, but we're talking about faith and its confession. 265-page paperback for $16 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $20. In this book, we talk about how to activate the power of God in your life. You know, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. The more you confess the Word of God, the more you hear the Word of God, the more faith comes. Faith comes by hearing God's Word. Faith in God comes by hearing God's Word. But right on the other hand, faith in the devil comes by hearing the words of the devil. So you don't want to be going around all the time talking what the devil said or what somebody else said. Keep God's Word in your mouth. Now, in this book, we have a subtitle in here. It's called Going Whole Hog When Half Ready. Now, we've all done that at one time or another. And we need to be ready when we step out in faith. You know, you don't want to act like you have faith when you have none. James said, faith without works is dead, faith without corresponding action. Well, acting as though you had faith when you don't have any faith may be double dead. <laughs> this book will bring some balance into the faith and confession message. And I promise you it'll answer probably 75 to 90% of all the questions you have about faith and confession. This book will help you understand how that the confession of the Word of God will change your life. That's offer number 7509, Faith and Confession, 265-page paperback. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.